Unique New York. Unique New York. Unique New How York. now, brown Unique cow? Oh, boy. You can tell New where I'm York. talking. How now, brown cow? Peter Piper picked a pack of pickled peppers. Is that one? Yeah, did Sally sell seashells down by the seashore? Yes, she does. <laughs> yes, she does. <laughs> she does. <laughs> All right, hey guys, welcome to the Dear Women podcast. This is our very first episode, and we're really excited um, to kick things off. I'm here with Becca. Hello. And I'm Chrissy. And I figured we'd start with uh, telling you guys a little bit about ourselves. Sure. Um, I'm a fresh 28 this year. And by fresh, I mean it was recently my birthday. You're very fresh. Very fresh. Um, Met Chrissy when I was, oh God, how old were we? Like 13? 14? I don't know. Eighth grade? Yeah, well. Yeah, I guess we like knew of each other like in seventh grade. And then like eighth grade, they had like a video production club. At our junior high. We were super cool. Oh. <laughs> really I mean the coolest. coolest. So not very cool. Yeah. But we thought we were cool. Oh yeah. I mean the, pri- thing- the prime age of <laughs> 14. The thing I loved about being in video production was getting to roam around when everyone else had to be in class. Oh yeah. Like that was always really cool. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Like feeling like we had special privileges that not everyone else had. Um, check the badge, lady. Yeah. We're uh, allowed I'm out. I'm allowed to be here. <laughs> I don't have to be in homeroom right now. Exactly. So, so I guess that segues into the fact that we continued our video production mm-hmm. career yeah. into high school. Um, Jack TV News. Yep. High school, they actually had like class, like electives. So we did the whole video production behind the scenes type stuff. Um, Ran like the little news station and all that goodness. I still have people come up to me every once in a while and they'll be like, aren't you the JAG TV news girl? (laughs) Because I used to anchor the news and I thought it was so cool. I was like, hmm. Welcome to Jack TV News. Here I am. Well, it's really funny because, like, I mean, they had to broadcast this every morning for however long it was, 10, 15 minutes or so. Like, nobody watched that shit. Nope. Nope. They didn't even turn on the audio in most of the Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, TV would be on and you'd get, like, this big face just... That's why I was literally the face (laughs) of the news. I wasn't the voice of the news. I was just the face. True. Oh, goodness. (laughs) Um, It was fun, though, regardless. It was probably one of We thought we were important. Yeah. It was one of my favorite high school experiences, and it kind of led me into the career path that I'm in now. I'm in video production <laughs> a little bit. Um, <clears throat> I do a lot of production and webcasting for a big company and manage a couple teams. We're really big on captioning, accessibility. We should make sure these podcasts have closed captions. We'll, we'll, see. we'll see how we get down the road, you know? Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. Accessibility lives down here. You can't see me, but the bar is a little bit down here. <laughs> All right. So, yeah. What is this podcast and what are we going to talk about? And I think to preface it is we want to talk about everything. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think that there's any topics or um, really anything off limits for us. We're pretty much an open book. We love um, the controversial, the better um, again, probably not touching too much on taboo topics, but if it comes up, we're certainly happy to, to, to discuss it and, uh, talk about it. 
one of our group rules is just making sure that we keep everything respectful and friendly and we want this to be an open forum for discussion but we don't want to cause drama if you will yeah and you know like i always i always think like the differences that everybody has and like the ability to have a good rounded discussion like that's what makes you know having your own opinion and your own thoughts on things like awesome so totally and i really i really pride myself on feeling like i'm a person who can see a lot of things from multiple angles so i really try to see each side of every story yeah and so i really actually like having these conversations because i might only think of something in one perspective and i can't see the other side until i have these conversations oh yeah yeah, yeah. and then it helps kind of open my eyes to what that other perspective is because otherwise i'm so set in my ways on certain things that i might not open to them well i think we're also really passionate about this because i mean we would have these conversations all the time we would one twelve <laughs> two in the morning two a.m uh parking lot conversations yeah i mean we we just figured we should start recording ourselves yeah they're pretty they could be pretty interesting but yeah a little bit a little bit and what's funny is is one of our close friends actually posted something today about uh, bigfoot <laughs> i don't know if you saw that yet I did. but um one of our two a.m passionate conversations was talking about if Bigfoot existed or not. Because, again, we are from the Pacific Northwest, and he's kind of notoriously rumored to be Mm -hmm. from these parts. And we had this conversation. Our friend was so passionately set on the fact that Bigfoot existed (laughs) that regardless of whether or not Becca and I thought Bigfoot existed, we were just having so much fun being on the other side of the spectrum because of how upset she was getting. Oh, yeah. 100%. hilarious. (laughs) It was so funny. Oh she's my god! She's gonna hear this. Oh, probably, mad. probably. And we can, I mean, not real. I, I figured every podcast we're gonna have some sort of link to our old friend. <laughs> I keep forgetting like the, the awkward silence we can take out. Obviously, so. I know, it's so bad. So basically, the podcast it's gonna be um, a method of communication. Becca and I are gonna share our thoughts on. Um, some topics we're going to try and make for the most part it lighthearted, funny, um, and just have fun with it. That's really our goal. And, and the only way this is going to really work is if we get everybody's feedback. And so we'd love if you ask us questions or let us know things that you want to hear talked about, uh, to help drive the conversation and, and drive the series, because ultimately we're kind of here for you guys. And, and we just like talking and, and sharing our crazy opinions and laughing and <laughs> being silly. So, um, yeah, feel free to ask us anything. We'll try to answer almost everything. Um, we were talking about this earlier about if we wanted to list topics that were off limits, and I don't think we do. I think that we're pretty much an open book, and, and we don't want to keep anything off limits. We're, we might not talk about it for 20 minutes, but we certainly will touch on the subject if it's something that someone wants to hear talked about. Um and yeah, we'll just we'll just keep it fun and light and nothing nothing off limits. So yeah, if you're wondering how do you get a hold of us, well that is a great question. Um, right now we're on Instagram. <laughs> great Insta- question. <laughs> great question. Right now we're on Instagram. You can find us at Dear Women Podcast. You can also find us on Facebook by the same name. We should be pretty easy to find. Um, as well as our email is dearwomenpodcast at gmail.com. So those are kind of the three main methods where you can get a hold of us. You're welcome to private message. You're welcome to leave a post for everyone to see. 
a public post is great because then it kind of generates that conversation. But if there's something that you might be a little more hesitant to share publicly and you just want to ask us a question or hear our thoughts on a topic, feel free to private message us and, and we can um, kind of keep that anonymous. So I think we're going to kind of kick this off today and, and go over some of the questions that we started outlining. Basically, this week's topic is um, questions that um, men are afraid to ask women. So this week's topic is um, men question, men questions, <laughs> men questions, <laughs> men questions. Um, excuse men me, questions. let me let me uh, wrap my wrap my brain juice around that a little bit more. <laughs> men, no, I was about to say men questions again. Questions that men are too afraid to ask women. Um, I kind of did like a little Google search and uh, wanted to look through. Some of the articles that I found, and I literally picked maybe one or two um, articles and kind of perused them a little bit, and I found one that um, had about 11, 10, 10 to 11 questions, um, and we picked out a few of our favorites, and um, let me tell you... They're a little ridiculous. The, I mean, Some of them a are. little bit. Some of them I think are legit, like they're, they're thought-provoking for both men and women. Yeah. Others, not quite. Um, it, it, it really makes you question sometimes yes. what yeah. men think about us mm-hmm, mm-hmm. as women. Mm-hmm. So let's uh, let's get right into it. Yeah. Chrissy, <laughs> over to you. Thanks. Um, so we started with kind of a, a teaser campaign um, on Instagram and, and basically started posting a couple of questions we wanted to talk about today. Uh, the first one we had, um, a man asks, do girls think it's weird if a guy has a big butt? My butt isn't massive, but when I wear tight pants or when I'm just in boxers, you can tell I'm packing some down there. What are your thoughts, Becca? So, I don't like the way he's like packing some because that makes it sound like he's referring to his yeah, like not, member. Yeah, like not his not buns. his butt, his buns of bun meat. Bun meat. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> Um, okay, so my, I mean, you want my own thoughts? I'll tell you right now, I am, I'm a derriere kind of girl, you know what I mean? I like looking at a nice rump. Well, at least I know that I never have to worry about you and my boyfriend. <laughs> because he's got a very <laughs> small, cute little booty. Well, that's, that's nice. No, I, I don't think I've... I have I've, no risk. I don't think I've looked at your boyfriend's butt and thought, mm! <laughs> That's a nice butt. Volumptuous. <laughs> Volumptuous. Now, I will say, I mean, I, okay, we're going to be completely honest. I, I do think a man that's got a huge butt is a little, like... Now, are we th- are we saying, like, uh, if a man is, like, overweight, does that count as, like, a big butt? Because, I mean, if you're overweight, don't you kind of already have a big butt? I don't know. I, I was kind of reading the question as if it was implying that he was on the curvy side. Okay. So maybe not necessarily overweight, but <laughs> overweight in the rear. Okay, I got you. So, I mean, okay. Because, like, typically a girl with, like, a small physique and a big butt is considered attractive. Yeah, like, so like, my, a, like a Kim K or yeah, Cardi B. Yeah, so my implication Nikki was M. that he's asking if we feel the same about men in the same way as women. Oh, I gotcha. Okay. So that's that's kind of how I've been picturing it. Sure. In head. So I guess okay. So when I think of when I think of a man's butt, in terms of attractiveness, I'm thinking, 
like athletic, probably toned. Like, because my, I mean, honestly, my first initial thought. I love a good basketball player's butt. <laughs> like a basketball player or a baseball player. I'm just sitting out in right field. Right field when they bend like over and they're you like... Can tell the, you, know? little, you can tell a little bit more in baseball. Basketball, they're wearing like the loose shorts, so it's a little bit harder. Yeah, but I mean, to, like, the, the, shorts the, are like, the shorts are like clean to the top of the butt and then it kind of like, you know, falls true. off a little bit and you're like, ooh. True, but you see like the you whole thing under there. in those baseball pants. That's true, too. So, like, I guess it just depends on what you're looking for. That That's true. I mean, so I'll say, you know, I've got a couple comments on on the butt. And my first thought with Athletic, we had, mm-hmm. um, should we mention names of people who commented in? Like, first names? No? No names? Okay. <clears throat> so I had a comment come in saying, like, you know, because it posed a question, are big butts weird on men? She said no. I love a nice, big, athletic booty. Ha ha. Okay, so, okay. I mean, maybe her first thought was athletic as well. Yeah. See, my thought is, I think there's like, what is it called? The golden ratio with like <laughs> your face. I feel like there's a golden ratio for butts. So I think that there is a point where if it's too big, it's not propor- like not proportionate mm-hmm. anymore. I think that's where it starts becoming weird. But I think if it's big and it's proportionate then it's fine, and it's still attractive, but I think as soon as the butt becomes bigger than the ratio of the rest of your body, I think that's where it starts getting a little less attractive for me. True. Oh, and you know what? You know, I think about it, like, do we, uh, do we have anyone, like, celebrity status-wise that is known for their derriere on the male side? David Beckham. Oh, that's David. the first person I've thought of. You know what's of. funny? I'm, I'm pretty sure I thought David Beckham at first, too. Oh, it's because he wears those tight pants and the... Mm. Mm-hmm. All right, the podcast is going on a five-minute break. So we can sit and have a moment of silence for David Beckham's booty. Okay. <laughs> five minutes. <laughs> wow, that was a fast five minutes. <laughs> so, um, got another comment saying, like, you know, our, okay, here, here's, here's one on the other side. Are big butts weird on men? I'm going to say yes. And I, you know, kind of asked, hey, let's elaborate a little bit. She goes, oh, like, really big butts? Like, WTF, how? But regular big butts are, like, definite eye candy. And small butts are, like, eh, vanilla. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I like that. She broke it down for me. That's true. Well, what's the difference between a regular big butt and, like, a super big butt? The super. (laughs) Got it. <laughs> I'm with you now. Just want to make sure you knew that. Um, let's see here. I had a man answer me, and he said no. Does he have a big butt? He, uh, you know what? I think he's got a little bit of a, little bit of a rump. Oh. So he's basically just advocating for his kind. Pretty much. Pretty much. Um, and then we had a comment on our Instagram too, uh, that someone asked, "Is it weird if a man?" twists his booty when he walks after catching a woman looking at it. I think yes. Because like when he says twist like swing his hips? I think so. Okay, I got, like like he's swinging the hips when yeah, he's walking. Yeah, that's that's how I'm picturing it. Cuz my thought is like confidence is sexy. So like if you were already kind of had like a little like swag in your walk, like that's hot. But the second you like notice someone watching and then you add the swag, like that's a turn off for me. Mm, like, I can see that. That's almost like too, too into yourself. You know, you know what that kind of reminds me of, and you know, funny that we're on that topic of butts is, 
Have you seen that commercial where the guy's wearing like those jean shorts and he's got the big butt and he like does that little dip in like the the build the building mirror or window? I don't think so. I'm gonna have to show you after this. If any of our listeners know what I'm talking about, um, yes, that is weird that he's got a big butt. Like now that I think about it, I've never. You haven't seen it? I'm sure you've seen it. What kind of commercial is it? I think it has something to do with. Um, I don't know. I don't know. Literally, the first thing I can think of right now is him. <laughs> All I can think of is the Justin Guarini Pepsi commercial <laughs> or Dr Pepper. <laughs> Um, man, I, I don't know what exactly they were advertising, but he's, like, walking down the street, and he's, like, swinging his hips, mm-hmm. but it's almost like a girl's butt, and he has, like, a suit, mm-hmm. like, a suit and tie on top, but he has, like, almost, like, jean shorts. Like Daisy Dukes? Um, almost, yeah, and, like, high heels, and he's got, like, a big old booty. Hmm. I'm gonna have to show it to you after this, after we're done. <laughs> I'm but looking if, forward to yeah, it. Yeah, if any of our listeners is... Uh, if they know what I'm talking about, then yeah, that shit's weird. <laughs> so Becca's changed her answer. I think so. It's weird. If if I'm going off of what I think of right now, that commercial, then yeah, yeah, I would have to say yes. Only, and I think it has to go all the way down to that proportionate side. Because mm-hmm. I mean, if you think about it, you know, women that's got the big butts, like the Kim K and the, yeah. you know, like they don't look proportionate. I'm showing her the video right now. <laughs> oh, this is something different. Is that a real butt? I don't know. Oh, need a little dip. <laughs> oh, this is... This isn't the commercial. This is actually him. I think his butt really is that big. <laughs> Hang on a second. His butt really is that big. Here we go. Found the commercial. Oh, maybe I have seen this. Oh, oh, oh. Twerking. (laughs) Oh, shit. He's got better moves than I do. That's what I'm saying. If I did that, my knees would crack. (laughs) How did you find... Like, what did you search to find? No, this is on TV. No, I know, but like, when you... Oh, I said... I said big butt man commercial. <laughs> and it popped up? Yeah. Um, Alright, good. So we'll we'll follow up with that. I'm gonna post I'm gonna post a screenshot of what I'm talking about. We've got action items back. Yeah. Got Are you taking notes? Podcast follow-ups. <laughs> Alright, so the next question that we posted uh, was why do women have a problem being seen in a bra but not in a bikini? Isn't it basically the same? Um, okay. I'm going to tell you right now. Let me break it down for you, okay? It's a very, like, societal-driven yeah. topic. Like, you know, the bra and panty is supposed to be, like, that bedroom, like, mm-hmm. private thing where the swimsuit's a swimsuit. Like, yeah, kind of supposed to be seen out in public. So, <sighs> I don't know. I mean, it's definitely, I think it's definitely the way, like, you know, society has kind of geared you towards how you should feel about both. Totally. And I think, I mean, I think you'll ask different people and they'll probably have a different answer based on their comfort level. Some people might be like, hey, I don't have a problem being seen in either. Um, And personally, I guess I would say that I don't have a huge problem. I guess it depends on who I'm around. 
Okay, but so would you, if you went to the beach, would you be okay in your bra and underwear swimming? Well, right now, no. <laughs> okay, let's, okay, let's say. My, I guess my big thing, too, is, like, like, typically bra and underwear are a little bit skimpier than bathing suits, or at least the kind of bathing suits that I wear. Okay, well, okay. Because, but like, I mean, bras are, like, lacy, and, like, your underwear is, like, booty shorts or thongs. But I, I know, but I mean, you've seen the swimsuits that are basically thongs. True, and, and those are the people that probably have no problem being seen in either. True. I'm just saying, if you go with like a stereotypical bathing suit and a stereotypical set of brawn panties, I think that you would find that the brawn panties portray a little more sexy undertone. True. Lacy, skimpier, um, whereas the bathing suit is a little more functional. There are people who are like get really self-conscious when people see them in their bras. And I think that's where this question's coming from. Okay. It's like they walk in on you changing and you're in your bra and you're like, oh my gosh, get out, I'm in my bra. But are these the same people who feel the same way about like a two-piece bathing suit? So I've got a comment here. Um, good question. To be honest, I never felt comfortable in either. But with that being said, I think a bra has been symbolized as something sexy that men work for to see or to take off. As for a swimsuit, it's something that you swim in. You don't want a lot of clothes on to weigh you down. It looks sexy, but it's more passed off as something that we need to make swimming easier. I put uh, a survey on Instagram to kind of get people's thoughts on if they thought that, um, are they basically the same thing? Uh, 67% said yes. 33% said no. Um, So the next question that we have kind of leading up to our main question of the day is do girls just play with their boobs for fun not to masturbate or anything just to get the enjoyment of bouncing and such <laughs> okay first of all i like how they have to like throw in the word masturbate yeah, right? as to playing with your boobs <laughs> like oh i masturbated last night oh what'd you do like played with my boobs first of all i know who's asking me or anyone hey did you masturbate last yeah, night right? <laughs> So what you do last night? Like watch a movie, masturbate. Masturbate. Like, uh, excuse playing? me. What was that? What were you doing? What was that second option? <laughs> <laughs> I'll be honest. I jostle them around every <laughs> once in a while. It's kind of like a weird habit of mine, but like sometimes, like if I'm just kind of zoning out watching TV or something like that, I'll t- I'm doing it right now. But I like tuck my left arm under my boob. Okay. All right. And it's kind of like a comfort thing for me. Is it comfort for your arm or comfort for your boob? I don't know. Both. both. Maybe I think it, for me it's just kind of tucking myself in a little yeah. bit. Sometimes, I mean, I think we kind of talked about this, but sometimes I'll like tuck my hands into my bra and like I'm just kind of cup, cup them. Boobs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For One, warmth. Yes, actually. <laughs> One, because I get really cold hands. I have poor circulation in my fingers. <laughs> like, Sounds like you need to go to the doctor for maybe. that shit. Maybe. Or I can just keep cupping my boobs. That's true. That's true. You can masturbate that way. Yes. Ooh. Okay. Um, but yeah, no, I'm I'm totally the same way. And sometimes, like, um, like when I get home, first thing I do is take off my bra. Like, oh, there's I'm, no bra. I am pretty worn. sure 100 percent of the women that have. I mean, there's definitely some fortunate women out there that don't have to wear a bra. So first thing I do is take it off when I get home. Oh I'm pretty God, sure. Any, so nice. Yeah. Anybody who's got that has to wear a bra, like, I want to say probably take their bra off as soon as they get home. Totally. And I will say, like, so once the bra's off, I'm in my comfy clothes, I'm chilling <laughs> on the couch. Like, sometimes it's just like a nervous, no, I'm not even nervous, not even a nervous take. It's more of like a, 
like I'm zoning out watching TV yeah. and it's kind of like rubbing rubbing my boobs, like without even like thinking about it. Sometimes I'll like notice that I'm doing it and I'll be like, oh, boobs. That's weird. But then like it's not weird. <laughs> I'm just joking. It might be weird. I don't know. But yeah, I do. Like as soon as bras off, girls out watching TV, I'm just like. La, la, la. Well, well, I mean. It's- I think it's... I don't make that sound. I'm sure. I think you make that sound in your head. Jeff, like, looks over and I'm like, la, 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 la. <laughs> Who's Jeff? My boyfriend. <laughs> oh, okay. The guy with the small butt? Yeah. Okay. Uh, sorry, uh, Jeff. She just name-called you. Cute butt. Oh, sorry. It's cute butt. Cute. Cute butt. Cute butt. Totes adorbs butt. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I think um, it's definitely one of those, like, the bra... You know, the boobs have been in the bra all day. Mm. They're sweaty. They need to air they're, out. Yeah, they're, you know, constricted. Like, you gotta... Let them breathe. Ladies gotta play. You know what I mean? Did I ever... <laughs> this is from my... my oh, God. Um, did I ever tell you what my mom told me when I was younger? Oh, no. Oh, God. She used to tell me... Life lessons with Chrissy's oh, mom. Oh, my gosh. My mom. Did you have to bust them? mom. No. <laughs> <laughs> did I have... <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Um, no, I did not have to dust them, but she told me to make sure that I took my bra off every night. Like, so this isn't like, like when I was like, I just feel like started, I heard that before. When I was just starting to like get boobs and like they were growing, yes. things were happening. So essentially she told me that if I slept overnight with my bra on while I was growing, I would get banana tits. So basically, my boobs would like grow to the form of my bra oh and like grow up and out. So I was so freaking frightened of banana tits that I don't think you could have paid me to sleep with my bra on. I was so nervous. I kid you not. Like, y'all need to know who Chrissy's mom is. <laughs> <laughs> banana <me> tits. <laughs> she did. She, was, she literally she said banana tits. She straight up said banana tits. You're like 13, 14 years yeah, old. Yeah, banana tits. Like, hey, if you sleep with your bra on, you're going to get banana tits. Pretty much. And then she explained how the banana tits work. And so, yeah, I didn't... How would she know? Does she have banana tits? No, but she was like, <laughs> tell me about people who do have banana oh, tits. Oh, goodness. So, no banana tits for me. Um, yeah. You guys, tell us how you feel about that. Yeah. Does anyone have banana tits from sleeping <laughs> with their bra on while they if were you, in their yeah. growing stages? If you have banana tits... Please reach out to us. We want to know how they were formed I, and if the bra rumor is true. This one's a good one. <laughs> it's so ridiculous that I'm I'm a little at a loss to whether or not it's a real question or someone just like screwing with us. But the question is, do women ever soften their hard to pass shits by poking at it from inside of their vaginas? So the question is, so the question basically, is like, like, I'm you, chilling here, or constipated. No. Okay, alright. And I'm basically taking my finger, putting it inside of my vagina, and pressing <laughs> into my rectum uh-huh. to loosen my stool. Oh my god! At least correct okay. me if you're reading this differently. <sighs> no, I'm. that's pretty much my thought, my initial thought. Um, I want to know, like, is this the shit, no pun intended, that men are actually thinking... Like, to ask? I have a feeling someone posted this, and everyone else just jumped on the bandwagon, like, thumbs up it, like, hey, let's let's ask this question and see if we get a legit question or answer. Right? The answer is no. <laughs> no one is pushing have, through their vagina wall to soften their poop. I've never even thought about that as a possibility. It, it can't be. Like, yeah, you're right, it wouldn't work. Because if, I mean, if you I'll think about it, it later, if... But... if 
if your poop is already near your rectum, it's pretty much coming out, isn't it? You'd think. Or think, yeah. Like, your rectum, how far yeah. am I reaching up there to soften it? Like, and how hard have, are you poking? I have no idea. That would hurt. All I know right now is I'm feeling a certain way down there, and it's uncomfortable. Yes, it's not good. It's not not good, guys. Not good. Male population. Whoever asked together. that question, you need you need Jesus Think twice before you Goodness post a question. Gracious. Well, that's like um, someone had asked a question to men that asked if they'd ever oh yeah uh, yeah if they'd ever like shit so hard that they popped a bone. Yeah yeah yeah. So so yeah. So, I never even like. <laughs> I've never even thought to even ask okay. that. Okay, so in the okay, so I'll, I will have, whatever sort of validity I can come up with right now for that question, I've heard, people like I've heard that people will poop either so much or so hard that it feels good to them, like that they're mm-hmm. that they're, they've excavated everything out of their bowels that they're well, like, oh man, that was a good shit. That's probably like the same people who get addicted to enemas. People get addicted to em- en- en- enemas. Yeah. I almost said enemas. Enema. See, Well, I guess so. Well, yeah. I mean. Or maybe. Sorry. I'm sure some people are popping boners to enemas. True, but I'm specifically thinking of. I think it was an episode of My Strange Addiction, and it was oh. this, uh, this chick. She got addicted to coffee enemas, so she was doing the enema with coffee. And the coffee was getting into her bloodstream, and so she was becoming addicted to, like, the caffeine in the enema. So uh, that's why she was addicted to that. You know, and her husband got I, really... I just like to drink my coffee. Right? The cream sugar. I like the flakes. My, yeah. my butt can't taste... Can't, yeah, can't, <laughs> my butt, can't taste the... My butt fortunately can't, can't taste... Can't taste the Arabica roast. <laughs> <laughs> From my anal nerves. Goodness. <laughs> Oh my god, I'm literally going to pee my pants right now. The husband was like really worried about her because she literally would just sit on the toilet all the time because she was like always like enema-ing, right? This coffee. So then she finally convinced him. She's like, just try it. It'll change your life. Oh no. Just try it. So he tried it and he got addicted. So now they're like a My Strange Addiction couple who do coffee enemas. Those are the people your parents tell you to stay away from. Those are bad influences. Well, you don't know to stay away from them. That guy seemed like a perfectly normal guy until his wife talked him into right pumping coffee up his butt. I'll tell you right now. What should people do for love? There, <laughs> there is no amount of anything that anyone can give me to tell me to shoot coffee up my butt. Alright guys, we're going to ask our last question here. This is probably how we're going to we'll end it. The main question. Women, let's say you're out in public... And you unknowingly catch the eye of some guy. This guy's attractive, wants to talk to you. How does he go about striking up a conversation or asking for your number without it being creepy? He doesn't. (laughs) No, I'm just kidding. I think there's some good ways to approach this. Yeah. Well, okay, so let's think about this. Um, I know you and your boo thing got introduced, so that's a little easy. Yes, it's easy. Um... In today's day and age of technology and the um, the apps mm-hmm. and all that kind of stuff, I feel like, you know, there's not a lot of people going out to a bar or to wherever to, That's like... a really good point. To, like, meet people. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, like, people our age, especially, like, we were the last ones to kind of grow up without yeah. the technology. Um, but, like, we still had it. It just wasn't, like, where it is today. Right, right. And I think you have a, you make a really good point because I think because of that, 
these scenarios become more creepy. So exactly. Like, I think that's yeah. that's where I think that's where the question kind of comes from. So you know, how does someone approach you? You know, because if you're like with your girls or whatever, like mm-hmm. at the bar, and some guy comes up to you, like some random guy. You know, I feel like, I mean, I feel yeah. like you'll get a little creeped out. Like, who are you, dude? What's a little up? bit. And you know, the the sad but true thing about this too is, I feel like it's it specifically mentions that the guy is attractive. And I feel like an attractive guy walking up to a group of girls and asking to buy a drink or mm, true. using some pickup line, it's considered cute and less creepy. Whereas if a less attractive person were to do that, and this is the, the sad truth of society, if a less attractive person were to do probably the exact same thing, it may come across creepy. Right. And I think that plays a factor, too, in, in the question. I think that 100, 100% plays a factor. I think that's... Um like you said, the sad truth of it all is, you know, you tend to get away with more, mm-hmm. get get your way more with your level of attractiveness. Yeah. Um, but let's, okay, so let's ask, let's answer the question. How does he go about striking up a conversation or asking for your number without it being creepy? So, me personally, I'm, I'm the type where, okay, so I'm pretty... I think you know this. I'm pretty quiet when it comes to, like, social gatherings outside of our own, mm-hmm. um, like, small get-togethers. Like, if we went to the club or whatever. Oh, you know what? Perfect example. Do you remember when y'all fucking left me at our <laughs> friend's bachelorette party? And, I, and I'll say, okay, so I will say this because this guy's level of attractiveness was... Zero. <laughs> is about where that bar was set that she had said earlier in this podcast. No. No, but, well, yeah. this guy was homeless, <laughs> homeless with one tooth, and his whole house on his back. I want to just preface the fact that I do not um, associate my level of accessibility needs with your <laughs> level of homeless man attractiveness. Oh my god, my bar's way higher than that. Okay, so all right, you know what? Okay, I'm gonna use my own experience. Um, I'll do a quick run through. These bitches left me. We were in Seattle at a bachelor party. We were crossing the street. We we're like, oh, we should probably go to the light because it's pretty busy, the cars and everything. These motherfuckers ran down the street. We did not run. We um, were walking to our next briskly, destination. Walking very briskly. <laughs> I've got short legs. I get stopped by this man. <laughs> and I'm man like, I have someone. I had someone next to me emphasis on the head and he's like you are so beautiful can I come with you <laughs> and I'm like um I turn and look and these my friends were nowhere to be seen <laughs> and I look and they have already crossed the street like I don't know like a hundred feet away I'm like first of all how y'all how y'all walking so fast <laughs> and second of all this guy is about to I don't know. He was aggressive. He was aggressive. <laughs> and I was, I mean, I had to politely decline and walk away and try and you not, sh- try and not. You should have brought him with you. Probably. At this point, we could have been happily married it, and, you know. It would have been a beautiful romance. I guess so. Anyways, so I'm going to use my own experience. I'm going to turn the homeless man into an attractive man. And, and say, don't stop me on the street or do I'd be, stop me on the street. Um, if he stopped me and was like, hey, like, 
wow, like, you're so... Be- okay, so the exact like, same way the guy kind of said, like, hey, wow, you are so beautiful. But he doesn't have his house on his back? No, he doesn't have his house on his back. You guys, like, and I don't, you know, homelessness in America is really bad. Like, that's something that should be addressed. However, this guy literally, like, legitimately looked like the cartoon, like, version. You know how they have... They have the stick, and they've got the bandana, and they have all their stuff in the bandana that's <laughs> yes. tied on the end of the stick. Yep. He's literally holding that on his back. Like he, like, looks like he's walking down the street whistling a little tune, and he's got, you know, his little just, belongings. Yeah, he's just looking for a wifey to take home. Well, I, was, with. I wasn't ready to get wifed up yet. Oh, well, you missed your window. <sighs> I guess so. But anyways, I, if he, if... If it was an attractive man and I didn't feel so creeped out. Mm -hmm. (sighs) It wasn't like one in the morning on the streets of the city. Yes, and we were all already (laughs) pretty drunk. Um, Yeah, I would probably stop and chit-chat with the guy. Yeah. I think, you know... Do you feel more comfortable in like a one-on-one scenario? Or would you prefer... Like, would you wait for the guy to like single you out? Like stop you on your way to the bathroom? Like let's say we're at a bar. Okay. And, like, you're with a group of friends. Sure. Would you rather he approached you in the middle of your group of friends and singled you out in front of all your friends, or would you rather he kind of waited till you were on your own and singled you out then? How would you feel? Like, That's a good question. Um, I think I, would, I wouldn't mind either. And I say that because I'm a pretty private person to begin with, I think, and I kind of like the, the privacy around... You know, I'm on my own. This guy's coming to talk to me. Like, if it wasn't as serious as I thought it could be, mm-hmm. serious, I mean that, like, you know, we're actually starting to chit-chat and stuff, then I wouldn't have to worry about having to explain anything to the rest of the group and all that kind of stuff. But I've also been in that situation where I'm with my group of girls and, like, another group of guys come over and, like, the guys start talking to everybody and then maybe one kind of singles me out and starts mm-hmm. chit-chatting. Like, I think that's probably best-case scenario, especially in today's day and age where you kind of feel safe with other people around and like you know all that kind of stuff so I've always found that comedy is what brings me in so I'm like the opposite of most people where if you use like a really cheesy pickup line on me I'm probably more likely to talk to you if it makes me laugh unless it's a crappy pickup line then get out of here with your crappy pickup line (laughs) but like if it's like a clever pickup line then that usually gets my attention, or if it, if you say something to make me laugh, those are always nice. And it is nice to, like, be singled out sometimes, and it makes you feel good about yourself, and, and then you kind of, you want to, like, pursue it a little more, too, because you feel like they're genuinely interested in you. Um, so that that's kind of my thing, but I had a real big problem when I was younger with, like, just giving everybody my phone number that asked for it, because I didn't want to tell them no. I was really bad at telling people no like really bad like I gave a guy in Florida my phone number at a gas station and he was texting me and calling me his snowflake for like the <laughs> next week did I ever tell you about that no he sent me all these pictures of him in a towel oh, and like was he cute but yeah um he was a black guy and he kept referring to me as his snowflake Oh, and God. so my friends didn't let me live that one down for, for quite some time. I'm not going to so go just, hang out with you. You just, like, you guys rolled up to a gas station? He cornered me! I can't say no, Becca! How did he corner you? He, like... See, I, that's that's the thing. This is this <clears throat> is when you get creepy and you don't give your phone saying. number out. I have a problem. Mm. Hat. 
like to think I had a problem. Okay. Now I have Jeff to fall back on, so I'll be like, I'm sorry, I am in a long-term committed relationship. Right. I will not give you my phone number. But Do you before, still get propositioned? Not as often as I used to. I think I've got that sweet love glow, oh, and people just like know to stay away. <laughs> that's what I'm telling myself. <laughs> I don't get cornered at gas mm, stations anymore. That's good, that's good. No, but I, I paid with cash inside, but my gas didn't end up coming out to be as much as I had paid. So, so you went back inside? I went back in to get my change, and he wouldn't give me my change until, like, he Oh, he had worked this, there? Yes, he worked at the oh, gas station. Oh, okay. I just thought some random guy going in for some, you know, pepperoni no. sticks and lays. No, I gave my number to the gas station guy. Oh, my God. And I was his snowflake. Oh, goodness. Yeah. It's just, it's a real big problem that I've had in the past. So, like, <laughs> damned if I do, damned if I don't. True. You just gotta pick your audience. You're either a snowflake <laughs> or you're an asshole. You can't be in the middle. <laughs> that's a good analogy. Yeah. So that's our final question. We'd love to get your guys' feedback on what do you think is creepy, what do you think is not creepy. Uh, we'll probably post the question on Instagram uh, the day that we release the podcast, so hopefully... Um, It'll spur some questions. Maybe you hear us and think of some things uh, to include. So we'll go from there. Cool. And then, yeah, I think I think that's going to um, wrap us for today. I think next week, in, in light of E3 going on right now, uh, Beck and I are going to focus our, our conversations and topics on gaming. I think more, more specifically video games, but I think overall gaming in general. Yeah. We, we dabble. We dabble a little bit. We dabble a little bit into the gaming world. So, um, yeah, tune in. So, just a reminder, uh, make sure to follow us on Instagram. It's the Dear Women Podcast, as well as you can find us on Facebook, also Dear Women Podcast, <laughs> and email. Wait, let me guess. DearWomenPodcast at gmail.com. Good job. Ooh, perfect. I was listening earlier. Shameless plug. Shameless. <laughs> No, so those are the kind of the most common ways to get a hold of us right now or follow, reach out. Um, we'll be hope- hopefully posting some new fun content over the next week, and we'll catch you next time. Da, 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 da. Are you going to say bye? Oh, <laughs> bye, guys. <laughs> da, 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 da. <laughs>